1: Let's get into it
0: Look, man Oh, I see wow. Oh, my Bowen, oh, look over there Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes yeah, goodness school. Wow yeah. Las Culturistas Ting dong, Las Culturistas, culturistas calling. calling Set the scene Go Set ahead Set the scene 300 degrees Is that from Party by Beyonce? I believe so That's Andre 3000's verse Don't do this where you, you
1: sort of I say one thing and you know what I'm talking about and you sort of go the other way. Matt, you know
0: what I want. I just gave Matt a tour of my Home. new apartment. Homeowner. Optimal homo. Huh, huh? Optimal operative? Yeah, I guess that was yeah, the, yeah. that was the thing. Huh? I I know what you mean. I and mean, then you don't know your words, but, but you I do know. know your heart. Someone came
1: up to me on the plane the other oh day and they God. tapped me on the shoulder and said, "I don't know my words, but I do know my heart." And I said, "That needs to make a comeback."
0: You pierced through the soul of society, America, the world. I let every the three know. big ones, society, America, and the world. That's called a triple crown. When you pierce
1: society, America, and the world, it is called a triple crown. A triple and crown. that's actually real culture number. To remind me. <laughs> 52 52 when When you you hear society society, america America, and the the world world, that's called a triple triple crown. crown and you did that when you
0: uttered those words
1: i truly did you know what else has earned the triple crown and one of my favorite decorative elements about your home today is i walked in and on the television is the face of bradley
0: jackson was the paused frame of bradley jackson on my television. And you call that a decorative element in my home. I think
1: it's a decorative element. It's like a painting. Like when you come in and you've- I
0: have paintings in my home, as you can see. But I said it wasn't
1: my favorite thing about the house. I see. My favorite thing about the house and something I think you should think about keeping all the time- Is Bradley. Just pause it on Bradley Jackson's face Mm -hmm. on Morning Show and just have that be on your TV. Cause, and this is actually a tip for everyone at home. You can use your TV as a painting. That's true. If you pause it in the right place. If you place. pause
0: it in the right place, you can use your TV as a painting. That is very true. That's world culture number five. You, can, you can use, use your, your TV, TV as a painting, painting if you pause, pause it, it in, in the, the right, right place. place. <laughs> I am in the middle of finishing this last week's episode of The Morning Show, and I'm realizing that we have not seen Chris in this episode. And I'm I'm just now realizing... Is the morning show kind of like SNL where the cast is so big that you are you might not see your favorite character on any given episode?
1: Yeah. Answer, yes. Yes. I also think that Chris existed just to be in that one that r- race plot line. That is dark.
0: That is. And w- which ended at episode four, I guess.
1: Yeah. I have to imagine that like, probably they wanted to do more with the character and then I guess because there are so many people on this show because it can't be said enough. The show employs some of the
0: highest paid, highest paid people in the world. Each episode on top of production costs, you pay money to shoot the thing Mm -hmm. and to, you know, get the locations, whatever, get the nice cameras, get the costumes, whatever. And then all told, these actors are getting paid like, a hundred million dollars. Well, I, I believe it's it at least started two million an
1: episode for a recent gen. I know, but Who, I'm Who, by the way, it can't be overstated. Every single time they have a scene together in this season of The Morning Show, the third graders have killed it. The energy between them is, oh my God, hi. Well, this is what I'm going to... Oh is, my God, Oh my God, God it's hey. so It's so good to
0: see you. Hey, thanks for always being my friend. Likewise, it's, girl. <laughs> gotta go. Every scene is... <laughs> I'm convinced that it's like Christopher Guest style where the actors are like told what happens in the scene and then they're like, go, you know, like just make it your own. Like literally just in this episode, they go to the summit with Bradley goes with her brother who mm-hmm. is at the insurrection. Yes, yes who comes to visit town with his new wife and baby. He's turned his life around from being a drug addict, Mm -hmm. which I'm not saying it's not possible. Drug addict, insurrectionist. But like within a year has Mm -hmm. completely turned, like I can't even land a decent date once every quarter. And this man has, this insurrectionist is married with a family now. Well, his privilege is showing. Well, whatever. That's not what I'm saying. First of all, I'm saying it's very. Well, we agree
1: between the lines. And we
0: think his privilege is showing. Sure, sure, sure. Joe Tippett. Your privileged girl, <laughs> <Showtip it>, who <laughs> seems like a king, and he's one of the most talented actors. Talented, out there. handsome, handsome, lucky. I mean, he and Sarah Bareilles—that is a great couple. That is a like low key power couple. Forget about Travis and Taylor. That's the couple that I really am. Like, I need to know everything.
1: Bowen said, "Forget." No, about no, no. That's Trailer Swelcy, which is what I'm calling Trailer
0: Swellsey. Now, I'm just saying, there's this scene where they go to the summit, that place where you go, and it's an amazing view. The wife is, has a stroller, goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. She goes away. Reese is Bradley goes to her brother. I love her. She's amazing.
1: I love her. She's amazing. Oh, my God. And then he's like, I'm confessing. to. am turning myself in. She goes, what? You can't do that. Because <laughs> just to catch you all up, he's an insurrectionist. By the way, so was Bradley Jackson, because I, I'm sorry, but can she you. She went undercover. Can you walk me through this? So. How is she not in
0: trouble right, for being there for
1: literally being amongst the insurrectionists and literally being in the Capitol?
0: Like that essentially means that you also, I think in this world, in the third grader world of the morning show, being a journalist means you are above the law. Okay, great. Do you know what I mean? And and now I don't have any more questions. (laughs) It's like no one's above the law, I guess, in theory, but journalists are in that world. In theory. (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile. Insurrection Watch is not moving at all. We, no. we, we have not gotten any news. We've got no news. Do you still think we got? When you it? said
1: Insurrection Watch. We of course are at all I'm times sorry, on Insurrection I mean, Watch I, now. We're indictment, indictment Watch. Indictment Watch. Um. Well, we got them like so many times that I don't know if we still got them. Here's the thing, like when you got them four times, it's like it sort of loses power. Well, that's what these. That's, that's what, what, they're what they're counting on. on.
0: That's what DOJ should have known. I know. I know.
1: Anyway, back to real world issues which is what's going on the on this television show. show so if you don't know now you know bradley jackson was at the insurrection documenting yes. and right in front of her assaulting a police officer was her own is brother. her own brother who we know she has had a difficult relationship to say the least her mother dies of covid right we have to imagine that that like turns her idiot brother into, like, even more of a raging freak. He goes to the insurrection as a participant, assaults a police officer. She gets it on On, video, goes back to work,
0: goes to her photos app on her Mac OS Mm -hmm. computer, deletes it from her photos. We need to portray this more accurately in film and television. We need to have seen her go to her deleted files and delete for good, which also it still lives in the cloud, even if you delete it from the trash,
1: which I think Bradley Jackson would and should know. But I feel like the third graders show I'm saying 100 percent. Yeah, I I agree with you 100 percent. I will say it's sort of like your thing about how texting on television should look like real texting in that, you know, it's not that simple, girl, like they're not going to be doing all these setups. Right. The third graders know that it's enough for the audience to see a video getting deleted, to know that she is morally
0: corrupt they're three seasons in they know how to do this
1: and can I say I have no, no notes. notes I don't want them to change a thing I want them to keep going because in this next episode so basically Billy up, he finds out that she's deleted yes,
0: this really damning
1: footage and basically now Bradley who's been all about journalistic integrity yes. when she is put to the test she fails her mm-hmm. own test she is now she could go to prison right for doing this so basically he covers it up and now we're at where we're at. And the brother comes in and says, I'm going to confess. And she goes, are you fucking an idiot? Uh, uh, and she's like, what have I done for you? I don't know. And she's like screaming. And then she has a scene with Jennifer Aniston where Jennifer Aniston's like, well, you know, that's what we do. We hold people to account. And Bradley Jackson goes, right,
2: <gasps> right.
1: Of course, that's, <laughs> that's what we do. And then Jennifer, Ah, oh, anyway, I got to go.
0: Big interview happening. So love you, girl. Mwah, mwah. I'm Jennifer, you're Reese. You are Reese. You want to be Reese.
1: Mm, I think, yeah, you are Jennifer. When I look around this apartment...
0: Girl, this this is an Alex Levy apartment. Can I say, I'm so confused at that character, at Alex. What? For... Oh my gosh. You're confused about the characters on the morning show? What I had to say out loud, just to make it make sense (laughs) in my brain, was she goes to like Has a day on Coney Island with John Hamm's character, who is this like billionaire tech Mm -hmm. oligarchy guy. Mm -hmm. And they have an amazing kind of pseudo date where like they really charm each other. Mm -hmm. She like gets him on a helicopter to the Hamptons. It's this big moment. You would think that she, like, likes the guy. And then the next episode, she's, like, grilling him at the all-hands meeting Yes. Yeah, in studio. public in front of everyone. In public in front of everyone, like, trying to, like, embarrass him. I'm like... It makes no sense. Why? Why? Because people are complicated,
1: Bo. Okay? <sighs> and characters don't make sense and humans don't make sense, okay? And The Morning oh, yeah. Show knows that more than anyone. That's yes. why I love these girls writing the show. Yes. Because they know... <laughs> The show, like people, should make absolutely Absolutely no no
0: sense. sense. Did we establish that the third graders got held back and have been in the third grade for three years in a row now because they never "quote unquote" graduated to the fourth grade? They're Montessori. I do you understand? Like they're They're knitting, they're they're they're, they're potting plants, they're writing TV. I mean, they're third graders. Like
1: it's more of a spiritual thing, yeah, and less about like continuing to educate to, to educate and like moving forward in terms of like. Nothing about this is linear. Like nothing about this takes place in time and space. And I'm talking about the morning show and the existence of the third graders. Oh, I see.
0: I see. So basically
1: what I want to say is you're at a point in this most recent episode where you have not. And I came in and I'm like, have they fucked yet? Right. Spoiler alert. I am talking about John, Hamm and Jennifer Aniston.
0: They fuck in the episode. And which as an audience member you're like, I did want to see that. And boy, do you. Yeah. (laughs) they. It's like a J.J.
1: Abrams sort of like very interesting lighting. The position that they find themselves in post-coitally in the morning, I have to explain. Okay, so. Oh my God. And and let me know straight couples if you ever find yourself in this body position after fucking. I'm so scared. John Hamm is laying on his belly. Okay. Jennifer Aniston is nude on top of him. I can only describe their position as her pussy is on his butt. Like he's giving bottom. <gasps> but her, is her back on his back or is her Her tits belly. are on his back. I see her. Her pussy's on his butt. And she, her <laughs> leg is sort of wrapped around his leg to the point where I'm like, does this happen? Do women lay on top? Do women
0: top men? I think this happens much more often than you think. I think it's a cat riding a tortoise. I think it's that. I think it's. Yeah. Who's riding the shell? You know?
1: I think that what John Hamm is trying to do is he's trying to make people forget his big old penis. Because remember how he's right, so self-conscious about his big old penis. He's always like, mmm, whenever anyone talks about it in the media or like, and whenever he's like pushed on the size of his penis, which is swinging around all the
0: time. I know. It's like, <laughs> well, then you, you're the one who's swinging it. And it's also like, <laughs> penis shame comes from both sides. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, I didn't realize. I think that that went into conversations. That I see. Uh, All I can say
1: is the body position that they're in was something that was discussed. This dis- had a four hour meeting. Yes. It had to go through many different departments in
0: hand. Oh Ultimately, I'm sure that there was like the blocking rehearsal was two days. Absolutely. This is and then they had to get the lighting right. And they had to get the lighting right. Oh my god. they. It's like, can you see the bulge from when I'm lying face down? Can you see? It's more about her silhouette really because they like pan over her draped
1: leg to the point where like they're fully nude and you see like the curve of her butt and then it goes around and Uh like he, by the way, I can't even, I can't explain. He's wearing this necklace, which I, I couldn't yeah, get I over. I saw the
0: necklace that you posted. And then
1: I posted it on Instagram. And then I was informed that it's a St. Christopher necklace, which is something that surfers wear. And I was like, I couldn't make it clear. I, I get it so much. that This yeah. is obviously something surfers do. I just didn't know it was that big of a deal. Unfortunately, now I do have to buy that and probably be him in a wetsuit Ye- with that necklace for Halloween.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to start surfing. And I thought, no, there's no need. I don't know. No, Matt. Why would you do that? Do you there think surfing shark- is in my future? There are sharks in the water. Oh,
1: that's what I'm not going in there. No. We're on the same page. We're I on shouldn't the same go page. in there. No,
0: no way. I'm not going in the ocean. The, the surfing community is really, really shaken right now because they're like, what do we do about the sharks?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's never been more sharks. And you know that
0: we were in fine round last time we saw a shark. We talked about this. We talked about, by the way, we called this man insane and hung. Yeah. And he was just being heroic. Ah. Uh, He was screaming at the ocean running down the beach
1: and (laughs) And, 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 and and his penis was huge. And he was warning us of shark. That is not relevant. What? His dick size? I think that that would be a compliment. And and, Okay, can I just say something to John Hamm, to this guy on the beach who was Uh screaming shark? I'm so sorry that you guys feel upset that people can see how big your dicks are. But when you're nude on the beach and when you are not wearing underwear in like slacks and like, you're swanging it around like
0: you are, It's going to get back to people. It's a triple crown. You're piercing society, America and the world. Exactly. This episode is called the triple crown. The triple crown colon society, America and the, the world. The
1: triple crown colon society, America, America and, and the, the world,
0: world is, is title of ep.
1: <laughs> it's title of ep. And people are going to see that title of ep and be like, oh, wow, they're on their NPR shit this time. <laughs> and then they're going to click play. And then it, it really couldn't be less.
0: No, couldn't be less.
1: But anyway, Greta Lee is really becoming like a huge part of the show. There's a scene where she's standing outside and she's sort of furiously,
0: nervously smoking weed. I'm like, that's me watching this show. I thought of you when I saw Greta Lee because she was picking at her fingernails and I went, that is some Matt Rogers behavior. She was nervously picking at her fingernails until it bled and I went. I know, look at I my lucky that.
1: thumb. I don't think we've told him about I my I saw thumb. your
0: lucky thumb on FaceTime yesterday. It's gotten worse. I need to sit you down. This is an intervention. I'm dead ass. You need to stop.
1: I actually haven't touched it in a while. So everyone, I have a lucky thumb. No. Which I asked Bowen to rub sometimes for luck, trying to help him. And he persecutes me. Whatever.
0: I'm just saying, how did the lucky thumb become what it is? I think from stress. I think all year. From digging your teeth into the keratin, the shell of the nail. So what, how would you describe the texture? Feel the lucky thumb. No. Just touch it, please. <laughs> no. Take, please touch it's the thumb. So It looks so... <laughs> touch it. Crazy. Touch it, and, uh, touch
1: it and explain to the readers what it feels like. <laughs> 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 ah!
0: it, it, readers, it's the Grand Canyon. There is a deep, <laughs> deep canyon on the bed of the nail that, that it's like a cliff that goes down and then comes back up. But now it's at this weird angle. It's yeah. so... It's really weird. I have weird. To take a picture of Here. it for, for the <laughs> you, out, for the. We'll ship. post
1: this to socials. Is this good? You have good yeah, lighting? I got it. I, got I just it. want to make sure it's a good glamour shot of my lucky thumb. Now, you haven't touched it in a while? No, I haven't been biting it because... Don't even touch it.
0: What am I supposed to do, Bowen? Greta Lee picks at her nails until they bleed. That, that's I thought you nuts. were going to say
1: you thought of me when you saw Greta Lee in past lives.
0: I did think of you. I did you think were like of this
1: you. This is stunning acting like I my said, sister.
0: Not No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I said, Matt, I said, my sister can deliver a grounded bilingual performance like this. First of all, I don't pick at my thumb.
1: I nervously bite my thumb. I, I was you, doing you it chew. all year because I have been stressed now because I have now everyone may know I am re- releasing an album and I've been, you know, I've been working so hard. It was stressful couple months, they're recording it, getting everything together. It's been a big project. And my thumb fell by the wayside. That is the price to pay, I guess. Yeah. When you we- can come see my lucky thumb live if you come buy tickets oh my God. to me on tour.
0: I think there is an original www. Song. Get your tickets. They are going fast. Well, they could be going faster. So get well, your that's, tickets. that's why we're saying to get them. A ne- couple get months out. We have time. I think the lucky thumb <laughs> can be a new Christmas classic. A new Christmas image. like Nervously waiting for Santa gnawing on my lucky thumb. Yes. The holiday spirit is stressing you out so much that you get a lucky thumb. That actually is
1: good. Like so many gifts to buy, so many meals to make, so many family to see. I've been gnawing on my thumb. And the chorus is like, I've been chewing on my thumb so hard. I've been waiting for Santa Claus. (laughs) Oh my god! It's so
0: deluxe version. It's so crazy. He just is able to come up with like hooks like that with the (laughs) with the meter, with the way that the syllables land. Now, I think the lucky thumb. If the fans, if the readers, Katie's publicist, finalists, would go see your shows, yeah. I think if they show up with the lucky thumb, it's like your friendship bracelet. You know what I mean? Exactly.
1: The more you travel, the
0: more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca.
1: Yes! We're all going together, the Lost Cold family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place
0: with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, bubbly bursts, refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Try new
1: bubbly burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without
0: breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. Speaking of friendship bracelets, you've both seen the Eras Tour film? We both have seen the Eras Tour film. In very different settings, I would say. Yes, you sort of went by yourself on a Thursday night. Wednesday night I see Taylor is releasing tickets a day before the actual premiere, which I must imagine upset some Swifties who yeah. wanted who wanted to say that they were the first ones to see it and, you know,
1: I think they also went to great lengths to like plan their weekend around it and course. thought it was more limited than I guess it was going to be. But you know what? Hey,
0: I must thank Taylor for doing that Yeah, because I was not quick to buy the original release of tickets. And then I tried to get some the other day earlier last week Mm -hmm. and saw that it's all, I mean, every theater is sold out in New York for the next two and a half weeks. I said, okay, I guess I got to wait till November. And then she releases these tickets. I bought two pairs of tickets for two showtimes, Mm -hmm. 730 and then 945. Didn't get out of work until nine o'clock. Until
1: 9.15. So you really helped the opening weekend box office.
0: Yeah. I bought quadruple the amount of tickets that I ended up using. Because because, <laughs> guess what, guys? I saw it by myself in a theater that was not packed because it was a late, late show. But there were about, like, what, 30 of us there. Mm. and Just Getting up and singing and dancing? See, the spirit did not move us. I see. I had my own row, And it was like a big theater where, you know, seats could recline. I could not see anybody else. But it seemed like other people in the rows above me, no one was below me. And the rows above me were having fun, cheering. I was by myself in my own row. No one could see me. Mm -hmm. This is purely for myself. Was pumping my fist during the Reputation beat. Can we say? Yes.
1: The Reputation era was 100% the best part. Yep. Look What You Made Me Do went off so hard. The way that that, any hater of that song, and I'm just going to be honest. Myself included in the very beginning. Uh, of course, me too. We were not, look what you made me do, original OG supporters. In fact, we felt confused. Mm-hmm. We felt I we always loved the bridge. We always loved bad <laughs> dreams. I look now I think it's one of the great songs. I think it's one of the great standards. <laughs> it is by far the highlight of such an incredible concert and film. Yeah. And I would say evermore into reputation, that whole section, she really
0: capital D capital T did that for sure. I think reputation fucking jolts you back into, cause I was late. I had a long day. Mm-hmm. I was getting a little droopy eyed during evermore during evermore. Not that I don't love and adore evermore, but then reputation that fucking these title treatments for each of the eras. Oh, the girl, snake
1: going through the crowd.
0: The, I was like, I have never seen, that was like the first time I saw the Titanic on film. Sink. Sink. Was the snake coming out of the fucking screen. I went, damn. Unreal. Unreal. And listen, loved the secret songs. Yeah, good ones. You can tell she loves. You can tell she loves reputation and folklore. Folklore, I think, took the longest. Yeah. Ate up the most time. I was
1: talking to Jared and Patrick about like what we would cut if we absolutely had to. And it's so interesting because watching the actual era's tour and thinking what I would cut while in the concert uh-huh. is so different than from the film. Yeah. What I would cut from the film, like tolerate it. Like I saw that show four times. And so tolerate it. I, I'm Lies. like, it's okay, incredible. let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh really? And yeah. And then she said Broadway in the era's tour. That's right. What I was most taken by in the whole time is how calm, And present she is the whole time. Because when you're seeing the concert, the energy in the stadium, as I'm sure many of you know, is so insane that for her to like even find the camera Mm -hmm. and remain present and like be calm was so just wild to see.
0: Yeah. She is really plugged in. She is having fun. I think Mm. she's leaned into this thing (laughs) where it's like, She's just gonna be fun and literal and like she has to play to the fucking nosebleeds, you know? So she's yeah. so it's like, I'll be waiting. She's like tapping her I wrist. Love it. I'll be waiting. waiting. Oh, there's to- she's like story be- pirates. She's doing story pirates. <laughs> and that's what we're taught in story pirates is you gotta play to the back row. Yeah, like
1: big be- actions. Big be big objectives must be so clear. Yes. You're making me feel like I'm the man. <laughs> get the typewriters out, get the desks. Okay, I'm gonna say this bravely. Let me tell you something. I heard that she cut Wildest Dreams from the movie, and I text Bo in two words hate her. Hate her. She knows what she did. She disrespected a lot of people with that decision. If you saw her in person, would you say that? To I said, face? I hate you. No, I wouldn't even I, I wouldn't even say it to her. I would go up to Travis and I'd point to her and I'd say, hate her. Hate her. And she'd laugh. Did you know they were coming? No. They just came. They just came. They to just
0: came, and I, I, it was <laughs> a dress rehearsal. It's like great. That was fun. I'm in my room getting stuff. You know, tidying up my room. I had people watching from my dressing room for the air show. I walk outside. I go to my makeup chair. I see two people talking to two tall people. You said tallest people in the world. Tallest people in the world. Yeah. I went. By the way, it's one thing to see them individually many times in You've, space. Yeah, but to. It's pure false multiplier. It's yeah. like I see them together. I go, oh, no, I'm wow. in the redwood forest. Yeah, I'm in the redwood forest. Mm-hmm. Might as well have been
1: evermore staging.
0: It might as well. The have. The trees been were so tall. Folklore staging. No mama. No mama. The evermore staging is the trees. Oh, the staging, but the folklore album cover.
1: Yeah, I think that we just missed each other there, but we're really saying the same we're thing, the which same is thing. Trees. Trees, tall and, trees
0: and tall trees. Tall tree pain. Period. Tall, tree pain is tall. I mean, here's the thing.
1: She has to stand she's, tall in this she,
0: industry. She's a giant, a titan of this industry. She should be tall.
1: Yeah. What you're saying is you're like Meryl Streep in Big
0: Little Lies. You don't
1: trust small people.
0: <laughs> we are on the Hunter Harris bandwagon where we are saying, Amy Adams, please do the Tree Pain biopic. You must. She is destined for that. That's the Oscar. She's getting the Oscar for the Tree Pain biopic. Hunter Harris has been writing about this on her Substack for years. This is what it needs to be.
1: And I haven't read the substack, so I don't know exactly what Excellent. Hunter is
0: planning. And I think Recommend. if anyone
1: should write this, it should it's be Hunter. Hunter. But this is my pitch. I think the tree pain biopic should be like the two hours after Kim and Kanye first <gasps> did what they did. I wanna see like real time. Open up your notes app, Taylor. Yeah. yeah. I wanna see real time PR. Handling. I want to see ultimately at the end of the movie. It should be shot like Zero Dark Thirty. And I want to see ultimately at the end of the movie. Remember when Zero Dark Thirty when Jessica Chastain gets on the plane and she finally has a moment where she can like break down and sob. Oh my! Is God. Zero Dark Thirty not top of mind for you? <laughs> right, another iconic
0: redhead film. Exactly. Yes. And also Jessica's going to be mad that we didn't pitch her for. It's Amy. I'm sorry, Jessica. You've had, you're fine. You. She's literally fine. You've you've done a lot. You don't need this. Yeah. Amy- what is she doing right now? Um, she's the, doing something the, the, right now. The, the, the Tim Tammy thing. Right? What Tim Tammy? The t- Tammy Wynette. Yeah, the Tammy Wynette thing.
1: Jessica Chastain is. She, you're, what we're saying is you're, busy, we George know you're t- busy.
0: George and Tammy. I don't know why it's the Tim. Well, Tammy. that's like last year.
1: George and Tammy. I forget what she's doing, but she is doing something right now. And Jessica Chastain is kind of always doing something. It's actually culture
0: so number ninety nine. Jessica, Jessica Chastain, Chastain is, is kind of always doing, doing something. something. Can I say what? The fact oh, no. that I thought George and Tammy was this year, I'm so out of the loop with Jessica. It's hard to find things sometimes. she's not triple crowning.
1: Can I say this isn't my I don't think so, honey? Okay. But I don't think so, honey, that they just took I love that for you like off.
0: You can't watch it.
1: It's crazy. Oh I God. I've always like I've always been that kind of person that's like, oh no, that would feel so bad to be in one of the things that they just take oh, off streaming.
0: We're not no one's immune. I'm so sorry. It's, I'm it's scared not- for Fire yeah. Island. Like, I know. I'm really scared for Fire Island, to be honest. What's I, gonna happen? Like, I, I mean, I think well, the fact that it's right. gotten like some awards and nominations is a good sign, and the fact that it's searchlight is good. But I'm also like, please, 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 at least put this on like airplanes. That's my thing. Yeah. There was
1: someone. <laughs> out, there was someone out there who was like, um, I fought to get the physical copy of my thing because I don't trust the streamers, I and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that is important can
0: booster. not to uh,
1: not to like trigger anybody also not to scab gotta get off this topic yeah anyway what were we talking about um tree pain, tree pain biopic oh it, it should be the two hours uh, yep. after the kim and kanye thing and we should see tree pain jump into action and handle shit and at the end i believe she has a moment to herself maybe in a car or a closet which is just three uninterrupted minutes of her finally just like having a release because she has had to be so strong as Taylor Swift's publicist and Amy would finally win the Oscar.
0: Amy would win the Oscar. Do you think it's a thing where we never see Taylor in the film? Yeah. I think, that I think we powerful. never see her. I'm going to really selfishly pitch something. You want to be in it. Mm, well, here's the thing. I think <laughs> we should be in it. I think we should be in everything. Because I agree, but I think we should be in it in this way playing ourselves. Fuck. I think the movie becomes a backdoor pilot for the Matt and (laughs) Bowen biopic television show. I know it's a movie. Yeah. But the movie is the backdoor for the show. Mm -hmm. And it ends, the movie ends slash the show starts with the phone call that Tree and I had. Yeah. While I was laying over in the Madrid airport, (laughs) passing hot Spanish guy after hot Spanish guy. I fucking each one of them, them, I fucking me. Yeah. I was like, this is Spanish men. What is going on? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I'm on the phone with Tree Payne discussing the particulars and the contract obligations of would Taylor be interested in sending a video to the Culture Awards? Yeah. And Tree Payne was powerful, Mm -hmm. professional, Mm -hmm. Miss Payne. Miss Payne. And then the show starts with the Culture Awards, you and
1: I kind of- Waving. Waving. And then we see finally- her have three moments of a breakdown because she, she has had to be so strong yes. in dealing with you on the phone. <laughs> She's had to. She, Bowen has been such a nightmare on the phone. It's been. Well, Bowen is, he's so difficult to deal with in Hollywood since he's become, you know, you know, <laughs> big Bowen since he's, since he's become the legend. I was proud of you doing Columbus. Your Italian accent was giving me,
0: what was it giving me? You said Signor Pirelli? Signor Pirelli. Yeah. I, which I loved. It was fun. I I worked hard on it and yet some people well, you work hard all the time. That was never in doubt. When some people who, you know, do this the Sunday morning write ups were not as impressed. And I went, Oh, that's fine. I you know what I realized? This is me being real and people can roll their eyes at this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I don't think it's fun to like root for me anymore. And it's and that's okay. I don't think that's true. I kind of think it's it's You think true. when you roll out there and make an update, they're like, Oh, here we go. Well,
2: I think like this
0: one. I'm gonna say in the moment, oh, this is so fun! I'm so lucky! Wow! And then I think once it kind of passes through the internet thing, it's like, oh, well, like let's—that's not. Let me tell you something: the internet, not
1: good. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, and also I remember like um when you first got on, and like people were like, there was just like the troll thing, and you would come to me and you'd be like, the trolls online are so mean. They're so mean. They're so mean. I finally got like a little taste of it because whenever of, I go on watch It happens live. Oh,
0: these people Bowen, are. Bowen, they are. It's it's like these people are like the scorched scum on yeah, like it's wild. the steel of the soul. Like troll culture is like so real still, and I'm like, oh, this is with
1: everything going on in the goddamn world. Like this is what this is what people get so deep about. I'm like. Some gay guy spouting off on Watch What Happens. Anyways, it's just no what? nuanced conversations on the internet, no. I think,
0: as we can see. Of course. Anyway, I didn't mean to masturbate in front of everybody. What right you now. don't know is that Bowen has had his dick at his hand
1: in front of me for, for the last 35 minutes. And I said, Bowen, this doesn't here. feel appropriate to me. And this is like and a, I said, I'm in
0: my ha- I'm in my own home. Yeah.
1: And I said, This is w- I need HR on this podcast. <laughs> I should have them on speed dial. Yeah. Yes. Well,
0: did I tell you I met Sutton Strack the other night? You did. <laughs> and can can, you, can we know what she said? Yeah, we can know what she said. I basically I know what she said, but we, I, I want I want everyone to know what no, she so said. No, so we ran into
1: each other at this restaurant in Los Angeles, and I went up to her and I was like, "Oh my god, hi." And she said, "I feel like I
0: know you." Uh-huh.
1: And I was like, "I mean, it's so great to meet you. You're my favorite." And she goes, "Well, don't go that far. That is I so, loved it. And then walked away. And well, I was like, you go. are my favorite. And she was like, ah, I don't know. And I was like, you are. And she was like running away. I believe she might have been on a date. She was with a gentleman. That makes me very happy to hear. Well, I was debating whether or not to go up to her. And Greta and Abe were like, you should go up to her. Sure. If she's on a date, this will make her like look cool, mm-hmm. you know, etc.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. And I bet she felt really good about it. I mean... I don't know she, how she felt.
1: She got either shy or incredibly furious that I said to her, you're my
0: favorite. Or was she being faux humble? Perchance. Perchance. To dream. Perchance. <laughs> to to dream. dream. Speaking of housewives, mm. did you
1: watch Roni last night? So I I, um, I um, have to say something about Roni, which is that I think it's gotten really good towards the end of the season. And I'm sad to see a villain so clearly emerge because I can right tell this ends. person did not think they were going to
0: be this this, is, this what, is really two this is what we're all saying yeah i oh. and erin uh, they're so fucking lame you know here's
1: what i think i think that Sai. what i get from her sometimes is like i think her energy and her face value i think that she's a good person the, the essence of Sai is cool yeah i think the essence of her is better than her behavior Right. It doesn't really make sense to be like, I don't care. Like, I'm better than this, dot, 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 dot. Like, and to really be so dismissive. And then to have pretty much your entire storyline be that your head is all the way up Jessel's ass. And what what I would say is that I think that the internet is a little hard on
0: Sai because I just don't. I don't know. She's not making a great case for herself. On yeah. t- I, I think it's actually quite. It rarely happens, but it's quite evenly proportioned. You think? Because I mean the storyline is her head's up Jessel's ass. Even to the finale, it's still about the snacks and the cheese and the food. I'm yeah. like, give it up.
1: Jessel really won the season.
0: I'll say J- that. Jessel won the season. Walked away with it. Sigh and I'm gonna say Bryn. I know Bryn's like the other favorite, but like uh, both of their things, even with Bryn's invitation, meaning like bring the person that you've had sex with or want to have sex with. I'm like <laughs> This is not me being prudish or sex negative. I'm like, it's everything that comes out of your mouth mm-hmm. is about fucking boobs, dicks, whatever. What like? And then her whole thing about like settling down with a man. It's about like, he needs to read The Economist. I'm like, are you 19? <laughs> I think she doesn't know what she wants. I, right. And I can relate to that 1000%. Same. But back to Psy. Yeah. The nobody cares thing. It's like you're screaming at the most at the weirdest, craziest register about how much you you care. don't care. And yeah. like the, <laughs> what did she say at one point in the episode? Don't call me a mean girl, you fucking bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: okay. Don't well, call me a mean
0: girl, you fucking, fucking bitch. bitch. Is kind of iconic. <laughs>
1: well, I will say I didn't like. <sighs> I did not like Pavit calling her no, a bitch. I did not like Povit in the last episode being she like she's bipolar. Pavitt needs to sort of Povit's slow it down. There, I yeah. understand. Like, it can't feel good to like be the object of all this. It's just weird too because I feel like Jessal and Pavitt are so obviously good. Fine. Yeah, I feel like they're actually a picture of a pretty good relationship. Like, I agree. And the sex thing is, it's just like that's like centering sex in a relationship in a way that's just like
0: I think says, like you're saying, much more about all of them mm-hmm, than it does mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. and Pavitt. Right. You know what I mean? I realized, oh, the whole season has been like these two women, Aaron and Sai, interrogating, mm-hmm. examining, turning over every rock about the marriage, Jessel's background. Yeah. And I, for why? For why? For what? For why? For whom?
1: For? Per chance. For chance. dream. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you
0: think, A, Jen Alliance wants to be on the show and B, will return to the show? I think she'll return. I think this is the most we've talked about Jenna Lyons in a long time. And I think she likes that. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame her. I love that. You know, she wants to sell her eyelashes. She wants to explain why her teeth are all new. Like she mm-hmm. like she has a platform to like tell people who she is, why she does what she does. I think she's come off very well. Yeah, I just feel like it's really interesting
1: to see her like take this platform and and, and like she's like, I'm going to do it on my own terms. Yeah. And in that, I both respect that because it's like, yeah, who says that you have to do Housewives the way everyone else does totally. Housewives? At the same time, when Housewives is happening around you, you do have to kind of you participate need to it. in it. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind in the narrative. Totally. I just would like to see her play ball a little bit yeah.
0: more. Do you think if Uba continues to date this man in Connecticut, I would be annoyed if she did not, if she still kept him away from the show. Uba? Uba. I think
1: we will not see him kept away Ever. from the show.
0: Oh, kept away. I think he'll be on the show. It's just, it just early days and like, of course, you don't bring him on. The she's show. moving in silence yes. because,
1: because she knows well, we see what happens when you make a mistake. Uh-huh. The wolves and the sharks come out. To hunt. To hunt. And they hunted. And then we <laughs> saw that in the finale. Yes. The hunting. And guess what? That's a little bit what they're all there to do. They're there to hunt.
0: Totally. Well, the Psy having that meltdown, I'm like, <laughs> you're just upset that you got caught.
1: Yeah. That was like, 100% so what obvious. that was. It's so
0: obvious. Yeah. You I'm were like, a, girl, a hypocrite. You-, you said you would do one thing and did another. And, and it was on camera. The image that Sai is trying to project, the person that Sai is trying to be on camera is not at all lined up with the person she actually is. And therefore she is now this villain where she banked on other women being the unfavorites.
1: It's really hard
0: to to say my
1: thing is I'm cool and unbothered. And you're screaming You're you're and you're the sc- you're the screamer, <laughs> you know, you know, but like that's this is the thing is like what I wish for. And I don't think I know that this is another unpopular opinion. I want to see everyone come back and I think they should add one. I know I'm in the minority opinion here, but I would like to see Liam McSweeney on with these that. with this cast. Uh-huh. Personally, I think she makes the most sense and I think it would be nice and be invigorating for the show. To have someone to have come one back. bridge right because Leah never fit in with that group I anyway. Know, totally, she was so much younger than them. She was so much different than them. Yeah. She was so much hipper than them. I'm not going to say cooler. She was just hipper. She was just like an edge that they could literally couldn't handle. Yep. So conversation would just break down because like it was Ramona and Leah, and who
0: cares? They're speaking a different language.
1: Like I think that Leah and Sai would be an interesting vibe. I uh-huh. think that Leah and Bryn would be a fun vibe. I think like. One of the only people that would literally say to Jenna Lyons, like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't you? Why are you that better than us? You're right. Is someone like Leah. You're right. And I know that Leah did not slay the ultimate girls trip and people have their ideas about why and who she is, et cetera. And yeah, her second season was certainly not as strong as her first. And that has nothing to do with sobriety. It just has to do with like, I don't know, maybe where she (laughs) was at in her life. But like, I think that Leah is... Watchable and dynamic, and would fit in with this cast and would give it a boost next season. Perchance, the like
0: per edge and danger that it needs. Perchance to dream. That's how I, I, feel. I, you make a very good case. I was not totally on board when you first proposed this, but now this persuasive girl. Persuasion, the new <laughs>
1: fragrance by Matt. By Matt. See, the thing is, when I start to do my fragrances, It'll it will be not Matt be Matt. as Matt Rogers, it will just be Matt.
0: Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst.
1: Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort
0: and style. Crocs Classic clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion.
2: for yourself your feet will thank you snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand Temp to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker so visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
0: Do you agree that the name Matt is really powerful? No. I think it is. Whenever someone says Matt, I hear you saying it Matt, <laughs> and I smile. Does that make sense? It makes sense why you would smile when hearing my
1: name. Love you, sister. (laughs) sister. But I don't think the name holds power. What I think is frustrating about my name, Matt, is that approximately billions have it as well. And I I will also say that that when you go onto Spotify and you type in Matt Rogers. It's still American Idol guy? It's a country singer named Matt Rogers, and then there's me. And then there is an American Idol contestant, obviously, who's also like a TV host. So it's like, I sort of can't do anything in this goddamn town. I know you don't like goddamn, but that's how I'm describing the
0: town. Oh the no, 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 no! I'm saying goddamn insult.
1: I know, I know, but you know, it's just so many people are Matt Rogers, and yet I feel like I have worked. So, oh my god, you so, so hard to establish my identity. So we get like this, <laughs> like you are mononymously Bowen. You know Monom- what I mean? You could be it's, Bowen. It's not mononymous. <laughs> it's truly not mononymous. I forgot your last name. I don't know. You're mononymous to me. <laughs> Beyonce, Madonna, Bowen. Did you see um, clips from the Celebration
0: Tour? I did not see clips from the Celebration it, it looks She fine. looks good. She looks good. Yeah. I am excited. I hope to go.
1: I hope to go, too. That would be really fun. The Barclays.
0: Set, the set list is just, I mean, that's Madonna. It's Madonna. Is it's, she doing Barclays? She's doing Barclays in December.
1: That's going to be a hard time. Oh, doing December, a, I can't go. I'm on tour by tickets at www.netrogersofficial.com. Cancel the tour. No, I can't. Okay. I just,
0: I love my fans too much. I think the fans would be more excited to see you than Madonna. I will live and have slight regrets if I don't see Madonna on what may be her last tour. But I will really, 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 really hate myself if I don't go
1: to see you. Somebody said, ugh, really messed up. Got tickets to see Matt Rogers and the Countess Lu on the same night. What do I do? And I said, girl. You know what to do. I'll, I'll see you
0: at the show. Come on. Lou's been doing it for a minute. She's making trips around Lou, the sun. Matt is doing what Lou can never, which is release an album. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I'm sorry. Damn. She Lou knows this.
1: I think that she'll do an one album single every Lou, three years.
0: Yeah, well, an album, album from, Lou. from
1: Lou would be major. I just don't think. I, I want to hear
0: the Lou ballad. I don't know that Lou has the work ethic. She's up there. I'm just saying, like, she doesn't have the hunger. I think she's so hungry. I think she's as hung as John
1: Ham. And that gay on the beach screaming shark. <laughs> the three hungry and hung
0: icons. Luann, Luann John Ham, The shark guy. And fag who cried shark. Fag who cried shark. Do you think he's upset that we called him a fag? I think. So literally, we were still on the island when the episode came out. Yeah, we were. And I was at the canteen getting some <laughs> breakfast. And then one of the shop owners oh, no. walked up to me and said, we loved your episode. And the guy who was... Telling everybody about the sharks, you know, called me this morning and said he was, he felt really embarrassed. I said, oh, oh no,
1: that's not I, what that was. Supposed no, to be. We, were, we were
0: saying, no, no, no. We were truly hailing him as a hero. We were just kind of. He was right. He was right.
1: I said, I want to do a film based on him. <laughs> I, I literally want to do a film based on him, which is. He's getting the life rights check. This is what I want is I do think it could be a great opportunity, like artistically to play someone who literally no one believes and then all of a sudden a shark rises up at the end and we all gasp because they were like, oh my God, he was right. Yeah. And like, "Fag"
0: is a term of endearment. Oh, I, oh my I, God. I mean, like, come on. Oh, please. We only use it endearingly. I've ever called someone I do not like a faggot. On my life.
1: Never. Have never only
0: icons. That. Only icons, truly. And he, he counts as one of them.
1: 100%. Where
0: we, say, where we say, oh, housewives, anything to say about Salt Lake? Interesting development. Last week I was writing on Tuesday. Now I don't get to watch Salt Lake the night that they air because I'm working. Mm -hmm. But you and Sudi were watching it together last week and you both shocked me with a statement. Do you know what it was? Say what it was. You're both team Angie now. Oh, we can't say that. It's not
1: that I'm team Angie now. It's that after that, I deeply understood... Angie. Why this would feel so harmful because the way that her husband broke down, I was like, okay, two things. One, I believe these people are actually fine and discussions about her and i also think being team Angie doesn't mean anti meredith because i actually don't think she's i i don't believe that meredith as a glad girly
0: was spreading rumors about being like her husband's gay i think
1: it must be something else meredith
0: on what happens, said um someone at one of her questions from the audience was was the rumor that you were talking about ever get discussed and she goes i never discussed it and then andy goes well She goes, that's not what I'm talking about. And Meredith never, never spread that rumor. Yeah, she
1: said she knew a rumor and would go there. And that doesn't mean it's necessarily this gay thing. I think that there's some, well, whatever. And I think, I guess what I'm saying is like, one, I don't think that their marriage is like weird. And two, I think if he is gay...
0: Leave it alone. It doesn't
1: feel good to watch this guy fucking break down like like this. Guy, I mean, he yeah. like loves his daughter. He has love for his wife. I don't know what form that takes, but whatever it is, it is clearly real. Yes. And therefore, like, ugh. but it's getting to the point now where it's just like, I guess if you go on one of these reality shows like and your husband's like, hey, I don't know. And you're like, no, no, no. It's like you can't make him that promise. I- like every single one of these women is bloodthirsty to destroy your marriage. Yeah. It's like Cyan and looking for something <sighs> wrong with and Pavit, Like literally
0: desperately needing there to be something wrong with them to prove what? My thing is that it's just I mean, Giselle fucking does this. It's oh, like constantly. It's like, let's say like, I don't know, like Tamara on OC or whatever. Like it's mm. Low-hanging fruit at this point. It's so well trod that I'm like, I actually don't give a fuck if someone's marriage is on the rocks on one of these shows. It's not what I'm it's not why I'm watching. Or if the marriages are on the rocks, like let's
1: see it play out between the couple. You know what I totally. mean? Like it just feels like it always feels like when someone on any reality show like comes for someone else's marriage, it will always read to me as you are not personally compelling enough to carry your exactly. own thing. And that is something I will give Jenna Lyons is she is personally compelling enough yes, yes, so yes, that yes. she can barely engage with what's going right. on and for us to still be like Jenna, Jenna yeah. and to still be like, Oh wow. She's so great. She's an icon.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
1: We have to make it a little bit of a shorter episode today. So we're going to transition into, I don't think so honey. And I personally, my, I don't think so honey, I believe could be, elaborated on. So I want to okay. get into it.
0: I love a conversation starter. I love, it, I well, I love conversations with you in general. Girl, you know, that's reciprocal. My
1: favorite conversationalist. I always say that. I don't know. I have- Speaking of, we will be in conversation with Betty Gilpin, 92nd Street Y, so excited. October 22nd. And uh, we
0: are going to be releasing that as an episode. We are. It'll also be live streamed. It'll be on the YouTube. I don't know that it will be released on our. Okay. Favorite. So just know that I deeply want to provide it as an
1: episode and so does Bowen and just stay tuned, but you'll never know. So if you feel like yeah, there is any doubt, just come see us. Okay. We're so excited.
0: Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling
2: great all day long.
1: Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic clogs and Sandals have both covered.
0: And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion.
2: yourself. Your feet will thank you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to two four two four two four to talk to an expert snagajob.com where America goes to hire
0: we should say that I don't think some is are yeah. one minute segment where we each let take a minute let know to really get something in culture that's grinding our gears mm-hmm. that's the expression Matt Rogers will go first. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so. Honey, his time starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey. Will and Jada. I, oh, I, I'm so tired of it. They're so annoying. Like, you might have to be brought to the red table if that's your real name. Because oh. now we know the red table has been if, if red is the color of honesty and truth well this has not been very red
0: you're so right.
1: why are you saying like why have we been engaging in your relationship if it's not been an actual thing for seven years like 30 seconds what is this and i'm so over in general and trailer swell see i have to say this too but like this like thing of like promoting your own relationship feels a little weird to me and icky to me like Less with them because it's like exciting and blah, blah, blah. And that's like, you know, part of it. I'm just bothered by the Will and Jada thing because it feels like both weird and dishonest and annoying at Uh this point. uh What was the slap for if your marriage hasn't been real? And that's one minute.
0: Yes. It's not that they owe us anything at the time that these things develop, but it's that like, oh, you are creating these really exhausting media narratives around your marriage when it like, was all, when it was always a sham.
1: Yeah, I guess that's my thing. Is It's just like you ask us to engage. To care. You ask us to engage for years and years and years. You are Will and Jada. You came to the red table. Right. And now it's like, it just feels like, huh? Anyway,
0: that was a very good conversation starter. Thank you. And that's what we have here. Honest conversations. Um, I have one that's kind of it's a reaction to something that I just witnessed. Okay.
1: Bowen has uh, witnessed something in the culture, and therefore he comes to his podcast, Last Culture to discuss it. And thank God. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now.
0: I Don't Think So, Honey. This new Wonka trailer, mm. Matt just made me sit down and watch. He didn't make me. I was curious. <laughs> but I watched it, and I, my jaw was on the floor. I, I'm not going to blame Timothy for this, but, like, Tennis ball acting, we have to figure out something better. Mm. Timothy is not acting in the same movie as Hugh Grant. It's so clear they were never on set the same day. I'm sure they were, but the eye lines, the the registers, the tone. 30 seconds. All completely misaligned in any given moment of this trailer. And I'm sure in the whole film. Also, I mean, we're going to apply the same thing we did like- 15 seconds. 12 years ago to movies, these like prequel origin story movies. I think we're done so tired. Like, it's so tired, and I think we couldn't even get it right with Maleficent and Angelina. Like, that's that that's as compelling as it gets. Like, I don't... We love Willy Wonka. We love the man and the chocolate, but not the story. And that's one minute. I just don't know who asked for a new Wonka.
1: I, I don't know I that either. we
0: needed this.
1: And it, that makes me feel like, obviously, it's just because it's so beloved property. Like, but
0: is it? Like, do people care about this? I mean... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is it's monoculture. It's like totally. everyone knows. And so I don't think it's about beloved property. Is that I think it's research. I think it's market research being like, well, hey, Warner Brothers, like we haven't done anything with this in a while. I don't want to predict that something's
1: going to do badly, but I, I think this is going to bomb. I, I'm predicting this is going to bomb. Here's what I think. Two things. I predict Wonka's going to bomb. I predict Mean Girls
0: musical will be huge. It's the Taylor Barbie thing. Mm-hmm. it's like the reason Paramount moved it off of Paramount Plus and into theaters was because they were like, oh, right. These are the people who are paying for movie tickets right now.
1: First of all, not for nothing, but like Mean Girls shouldn't ever have been going to Paramount Plus. Mean Girls is a huge relevant, yes, like cultural thing that people would
0: want to revisit. For 20 and years, it's been relevant. It's crazy.
1: I think if anyone didn't like the musical, probably because like I personally feel like When you put something on Broadway, it kind of sucks edge out of something like Mean Girls, which is like Mean Girls was so cool because it was so funny and Mm -hmm. edgy and Mm -hmm. bitchy and fun and said something and was like, you know, it was able to create new things. Whereas like a Broadway version of that literally taking place on a stage, just kind of like you can't necessarily be like edgy and inventive. No, it has and cool. to be for
0: like the moms and the dads who are flying their teens in to watch. This.
1: Yeah. yeah, whereas yeah. like a movie version of even the musical can feel edgy yes. and cool and it looks and, like, cool
0: and it looks great. Yeah. And
1: Renee looks so slay in yeah, it. Yeah, that line reading was. That's how you end the trailer. It's so Renee. Get
0: in, loser, or whatever. Yes, yeah, sh- and I love <laughs> that she's not copying Rachel. I know. Oh no, she's smarter than that. Yeah, no, I
1: mean, she's really fucking good yeah yeah and uh it seems like a great cast yeah it seems like a lot of fun i was happy to see tim meadows and tina are in it slay slay i'll and i will be there and here's the thing is it's like mean girls i know i'll be there
0: wonka i know i won't yeah you know you won't and i love timmy i i mean like oh to say nothing of olivia okay, which and that's another thing i was like wow she's in this huh and it's not enough for me, can't possibly be. You know what I was thinking? Mean Girls does. You know what the, the thing that people overlook in Mean Girls, what? the moral of that entire story is at the Mathletes competition, where it's. I know it like is the climax of the film for Katie, mm-hmm. but I always forget this part, and it's it is the whole point of the movie. Yeah, is where she's like she's a tooth. She has like she's a lipstick. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. and then she goes. I realized making fun of this person is not going to help me solve this problem. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, that's the whole point of the movie. Being mean is, does not make you better. better. It doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help as, a given situation. Like, listen, we're on a pop culture podcast where we like make fun of things all the time, but it's not for like, hopefully if we're doing our jobs right, it's mm-hmm. not to like aggrandize ourselves.
1: No, it's. I would never, ever, ever, and I don't. I don't think either of us think we're better than a single fucking thing we talk about, and that is ever, a fact. Ever, but, ever, but I will say, and I think what we want to end this podcast on is to say, sigh, being mean to Jessel is not going to make you better. Period. Period. That's and what, that's why we wanted to talk
0: about Wonka. Was to get to sigh, <laughs> and I mean, calling someone a mean girl is a pretty heavy thing because of that movie
1: and you know <laughs> speaking of mean girl culture one of the most iconic bitchy songs and the highlight of the eras tour movie is what we're going to end the podcast on today Ooh, look what you made me do look what you made me do look what you just made me do look what you just made me ooh! iconic abuser language made pop bye <laughs>